I'm back with uh, wood, concrete, and glass. Yesterday's podcast was a bit of a disaster. I uh, I got through the whole thing and then sort of realized that I had forgotten a key aspect of it. So when we're, we're considering this this process of, of studying the lot and building your portfolio of what you what your ideas are and carrying on um, through the through the the technical not the technical but just sort of the, the the process of gathering things right like collecting as much information as you can one of the key components if you're just purchasing it's easily accessed but getting that title search done the title search is sort of your your roadmap for where to go next because it could have documentation on it that guides you in a completely different direction so all the other stuff is still true though once you get guided to the correct zoning you might have to go get an old copy of the uh of a previous zoning bylaw or or what have you and and it's a good idea to once you understand um the, the different documents on a title search call city hall and say i have uh i have this lot it has a i did a title search and it has this document on it does that affect me like does does that mean i have a different bylaw and people they'll be happy to answer that question for you because it shows your shows you're going down the right path it shows that you're interested or that you're you're taking the the proper uh proper steps and getting um, going in the right direction um what what shoots people in the foot or what how people shoot themselves in the foot is they they just turn it all over to a designer who I mean, he should be doing his due diligence, but you're putting the control in somebody else's hands at that point. So you sort of, uh, you get what you, uh, you get what you pay for. So it's oftentimes people are, are trying to stay within a budget and they, they turn this all over to the designer. The designer doesn't do his research. He just goes on, maybe goes on a GIS system and gets the current zoning, designs the whole house to that. They come to for application. Or, or you come for application and uh, get to the front and they say, oh no, this isn't the zoning that you have to design for back to the drawing board. And, and you've all already gotten all excited about this potential um, new build that you're going to engage in. So that is uh, a definite first step in, uh, in the whole process is getting a title search. Um, but start at this point too, like understanding what your budget is, like know where you're getting your money from, start securing um, conversations with the bank to, to see if, if loans need to be taken out and, and that sort of thing. Start uh, making those connections um, and, and working those relationships. And, and especially with a long time horizon, like if, if you don't know you're building in the next year or two years, say be completely upfront with the uh with the bank manager or whoever you have your conversation with and say this process i'm get, just getting my feet wet um i'm gonna be hopefully building within two years are there any things that i need to consider um and especially like this this will come later down the line but some developments require um certain covenants to be registered on title it could be called a covenant could be called a um, not an ordinance but like a building scheme just multiple names for it there could be um, a requirement for you to 
um, register those on title. So this is a good opportunity to ask the bank, are there going to be any delays um, when I finally get those issued to me, getting those signed off, getting those registered? Like, because sometimes we, we've had a, the experience where um, applicants come through the process, we guide them through our side of the process. As a part of our bylaw, we require. Um, especially for basements that have a pump system required, which we permit in our municipality, not always um, permitted. Um, sometimes may not even be an issue, but um, we require that they uh, put a pump covenant on the property just to um, protect Delta from being sued later on down the line if the, um, if the pump, like if the basement floods out or what have you, we just ensure... Um, that we are completely covered, that, that anybody who purchases this property into the future understands that there's a pump on the site and that it needs to be adequately maintained. There's certain requirements laid out in that, uh, in that document. But what homeowners have to do, if they're engaged in a mortgage, is have that pump covenant signed off by the bank. And we've um, uh, figured out in the last little while that there's just some banks um, that won't sign off on those pump covenants. So people have to change banks. So imagine, you know, you're, you're working on a pretty tight um, development window, or for instance, you know, you, you block out a, um, a time when you think, okay, if I get the application in now, forecasting, you know, a couple months down the line, I'll get issuance, and then I can start my build, you know, in May when the weather's perfect, Boom, you know, hit the development hard, you know, timeline, get all my trades lined up. Well, now you've gotten to a point where you can get issuance. And maybe that maybe that whole process has taken a little bit longer than you thought. And you get to a point where you should be getting issuance, but your bank won't sign off. And now you have to remortgage, you know, that um, process has to go through registration on title, you know, removal of more, uh, lender, Add addition of new lender, all this other thing, Re recreation of the covenants because now you have a different uh, you have a different um, financial financial institution on the covenant. So, keeping this stuff in mind at the start of your project can be a very um, you know very fruitful um, pursuit, and it comes back down to this uh, this concept of, of doing your research and and understanding that there's a lot of moving pieces here but also just asking questions early so get a contact at the bank have a build a rapport with them so so don't be scared to say you know do you mind if i contact you in the future can i get your email address can i can i um as we approach this um on a more real sense like when i actually file my application with the city can i just give you an update to so you know and then you can let me know if there's anything that has changed on my account or, or what have you in that time um, it'll only you know protect you from the uh, the loss that you may you know suffer in time if you don't do it so it's it's a very valuable uh, valuable exercise um, what else with title well title can also ensure that you have uh, that you know who the owners of this property are so understand that if, if you look at the title and there's three people on title, well, three people have to sign the application form or the, 
or sign some sort of authorization that says that, they, that you can apply for whatever you're applying for. So um, oftentimes people get surprised at the front counter when they say, oh, um, you don't have all three signatures. Like, where's, where's Doug? Oh, well, Doug's my father. He doesn't live in, the, in this country. Well, <laughs> he's still an owner on title and needs to have his signatures provided. So if it's going to take you two weeks to get Doug's signature, now sometimes it doesn't have to be an original signature, but it, there needs to be some indication that is adequate for your local government that states that um, all owners on title are aware of whatever's going on. And the reason that's so important is because if, if the city didn't manage that and the city just gave permits to whoever happened to be making the application, the, the process could um, result in somebody coming back from an extended time out of country and um, realizing that they get to their what they think is their little, um, you know, their little bungalow or what have you, and all of a sudden it's been subdivided, and it's been raised down to the ground, and a new house been, or, or whatever the case may be. But this this is the sort of the sort of um, aspect that you have to consider is that obviously anybody who's on title is a registered owner, and need to have we need to get their sign off. Um, the the um, title search will also have the official lot um, number and lot information on it um, to that you can then um, confirm uh, you'll have to confirm um, when a survey gets done you want to confirm that the lot numbers match um, that the because the, the lot numbers is what your what everything's being assigned to from a from a um, a larger scale, right? So tax roll, all this sort of stuff is all linked to that property number. So ensure that that property number is what it says it is. And when the surveyor goes out and pr provides you a survey, later on down the line, again, we'll get to this, but um, that those property IDs match and that uh, you know your exact constraints based on, on all that. But uh, yeah. Something, I mean, this study portion of, of the, the build is really, it's all about setting up your your expectations and filling your head with all the, like, what I'm trying to do here is just outline all the different aspects that I can think of as I walk around on my coffee break that somebody, that I have seen when people have made applications, I've seen them neglect these areas and I think if somebody was to trigger them on it earlier on, there may be less confusion at the counter. Um, and it goes back to that quote, you know, if you have six hours to cut down a tree, spend four hours sharpening the ax. If you understand all, as much as you possibly can, and you take an interest in it, because it is, I mean, it's interesting. You may not have experience in it, but once you start learning the language around this stuff, and you start um, internalizing it and building on it, you'll start, you know, talking about it with your friends. And as you talk about it with your friends, this gets on to our next, uh, our next step in the, in the STAG process is teaching. And I'm just going to hint a little bit at the teaching portion. So you've, what you've done is you've built um, a bit of a, no a knowledge base for yourself. Now go ahead and find somebody who hasn't done the, their research 
and teach them what you can do with the knowledge you've gained. So teach them what is available to you on your piece of property. So what this will do is it will really turn on the buttons in your head as to what you don't understand. And when they say, well, what about this? And you don't know the answer, you tell them, I don't know the answer to that, I will get back to you. And what that does is you then have research, um, a research guideline for exactly what areas you need to uh, think about, um, who you might need to consult um, in order to get the information straight in your head and, uh, and get, get moving with a successful build. Um, so that's it for today. Have a good day.